Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Well, good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. Amen. Welcome, one and all. The Lord is here in our midst, and I pray that you have some lights on, but if you don't, don't be upset. Jesus Christ is the light of the world, and he's light enough for all of us. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. You know, saints, sometimes things look a little bleak outside sometimes. They, you look out at life, and it may not be looking like it's coming up roses, but it is in the kingdom of God. It always is. It's a great day in the kingdom, amen? It's a great day in Jesus Christ. No matter how things look on earth and no matter how much we see the devil doing, it's still a great day in the kingdom of God. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and Brother Bill is with us, and Brother Marshall is here, and all the saints are here, and now you're here too. And we're so glad that you could spend some time with us around the Word of God because the Bible says where two or three of us are gathered together in his name, there he is in our midst. God shows up. He comes on the scene when the saints of God come together about him and his Word. Amen? Amen. So I'm so glad that all of you could come, amen? And I'm so glad that you found us, amen. For those of you who are new, uh, when you come up to a live broadcast, you will need to listen through your phone so that you can hear because we're presently being recorded. And the number you dial is 319-527-6235 and press 1. That's 319-527-6235 and press 1. Amen. Amen. You'll need that number in order to listen when we're live. Amen? Amen. And so uh, if you're going to recast a previously uh, recorded broadcast, you won't need that. But if you're listening to us live, you will. Amen? Now, I want to invite everyone to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, 
you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link, and when the page changes, click Guest. Then when the page changes, sign in using your own name. Hit Enter, and then go to the bottom and express your joy and fellowshipping with the saints and the saints will greet you as well. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to say happy birthday to all of the saints that had a birthday since the last time I remembered to say happy birthday to the saints. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I pray that you had a wonderful birthday or a wonderful anniversary or whatever celebration the Lord blessed you with. Amen? It's a wonderful thing to be alive in the earth because we are called into the kingdom of God for such a time as this. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Also, saints, if you're on a cell phone, you may use your browser and find us Amen. Amen. You may find us on your um, browser and type in www.miracleinternetchurch.com. When the page comes up across the top, you'll see three white lines on a black background. Click the three white lines. That's your link, and it opens up all the other links. Amen. Amen. And then you may proceed uh, with the instructions that I just gave. Amen. We are in one of the greatest times on the earth because we are anticipating the Holy Spirit taking the body of Christ out of the earth and meeting with the Lord in the air. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Maybe not in the next five minutes, but it is coming. And before that time, there's going to be a revival, a revival. And we want to be prepared for that time because we want to be used of God in that revival. There will be people coming to Jesus Christ, and we want to be a part of that soul-winning time in history. So although things look upsetting out in the world, our eyes are focused on heavenly things. And we are in great anticipation of the move of God that's coming into the earth. Amen? It may look disastrous now, But it won't look that way for long because we will be able to see God bringing people into his kingdom, and that's an exciting thing for us. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Uh, Tonight we want to pray, saints, for persons that we know of that are seriously infirmed. Some of them may have been in a car accident. 
Some of them may have had a stroke. Some of them may have had a serious fall. Whatever the case may be, we're praying for them tonight before the throne of God. Amen? And while we're doing that, you call out the name of that person or those persons who are going through that situation right now because we're going to lift them all at one time before the throne of God. Amen? You know it's always important to know that someone is praying for you when you're going through a very stressful and difficult time. We always want that assurance. And so we're going to sow so that in our time of difficulty, we can reap what we have sown. Amen? Amen, amen, and amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the provision of love that you showed and ushered through Jesus Christ when he died on the cross for the remission of our sins and he took the chastisement for our peace. We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, for those persons that are on our hearts that are going through catastrophic or difficult or stressful situations, to release your peace to them now in Jesus' name. We ask you to release your peace, the peace that Jesus Christ paid for us to have access to. Release your peace to them right now. Jesus Christ took the punishment. He took it all so that by his stripes we may be healed. Father, we ask. In the name of Jesus, for you to heal the person that had been injured. We call their names out to you now, Father. In the name of Jesus, we lift them up before you now as the body of Christ. We ask you, Father, to... Release your mercies to them. Your mercies are new every morning because you are faithful to us. We know when we pray that you hear us, and so we know that we have the petition that we have asked for. We thank you, Father, for healing them, healing their spirit, healing their soul, healing their mind, healing their emotions. Healing their bodies. We wrap each of them. In the blood stripes of Jesus Christ, each of them in the blood stripes of Jesus Christ, Lord. And we thank you, Father, for your provision for healing, for you are the God who heals us. 
We want to thank you, Lord, for healing, for healing, for healing in the name of Jesus Christ. We lift up our own brother Sam to you now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for releasing your word to them all and healing them. The Bible says you heal them all. We thank you, Lord, that your word is true, and we depend on you and your word in this process, in this situation. Restoration, restoration. Restoration in Jesus' name. Restoration. Restoration. Restoration, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord. Lord, where the medical community is involved, we ask you to take control. Be the sovereign Lord in Jesus' name. We ask, Father, if there's an operation involved, that you perform the operation. We ask, Father, that you release your ministering spirits to each person. Hey, hallelujah. Bodies belong to God. Our bodies belong to God. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We submerge them all under the blood of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We submerge them all under the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for the name of Jesus. We release the name of Jesus Christ to them right now. A hallelujah. We release the name of Jesus Christ to them, the power in your name, Lord, to them right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Oh, the blood of Jesus, it washes white as snow. Oh, the blood of Jesus, it never loses power. We thank you for it, Lord. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we yield our lives to you. We yield our lives to you, Lord. We want to thank you that you brought us from where you found us and where we finally found you. We want to thank you, Lord, 
We want to thank you, Lord. Amen. We want to thank you. Yes, we do. From the bottom of our hearts, we want to thank you for every time you healed us, every time that you were our medicine, every time that you were our emergency room, every time, even when there was no one around to help us, you helped us. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. You're a good and faithful God, and we love you, Lord. We love you. Yes, we do. Thank you for the word of God. We want to thank you for the blood of Jesus. We want to thank you for Calvary. We want to thank you for the armor of God. We want to thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We want to thank you for your praising angels over us. We want to thank you for your ministering spirit. We want to thank you for your grace. We want to thank you for your mercy and long-suffering and compassion toward us. We want to thank you that you're raising us up to be who you always wanted us to be in Christ Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord, for the cross of Calvary. We want to thank you for what the cross of Calvary means to us. We thank you, Father, for the shield of faith so that we will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We bind the work of the devil in these people's lives, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, and the works of the devil that have been loosed in their lives in Jesus' name. And we bind those devils. Each devil is bound in the name of Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. Each devil is chained in the name of Jesus. Each devil is sent into the spiritual cage. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for your healings being released now. You are our shepherd and we shall not want. And you are supplying all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. So we cast all of our care upon you, Lord, because we know that you care for us and you care for them. We place them into the hands of God, the Holy Spirit. And we know, Lord, that there will be a blessed outcome in Jesus' name. We give you our faith, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland in the name of Jesus. We bind the demons and the workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. 
We bind rape and murder to his strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks, all electromagnetic attacks, all smart technology and particle attacks. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind you, all the members of Miracle Outreach Ministry whose mind has been bound by the occult, We bind the binding of the devil, and we take the keys of Jesus Christ, and we unlock your mind so that you can hear and receive the word of the Lord in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We bind Leviathan and all his attacks, Kundalini and all his attacks, all marine and water spirits and their attacks, sex devils, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, all seducing, womanizing, and drone devils, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer and the seducer and their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils, all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequencies, the work of every druid. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, Binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding ringing in the ears in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all the works of the enemy in Jesus' name. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and their components, everything coming off the satellites, off the cell towers, through our electronic devices, through our computers, through our tablets, through our cell phones, through our television, in Jesus' name. We bind those devils coming to attack in Jesus' name. We turn their attack back on them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons' attacks in the name of Jesus Christ, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Australian, New Zealand, Asian, Uruko, Islander, North American, South American, Arctic, Antarctic, Caribbean, Latin American, South Pacific, we 
Korean, Japanese, Chinese, Indonesian, indigenous persons, islanders, tribal groups, and all other groups, all the black and white magic and voodoo in Jesus' holy name. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils, all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse, devil, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, insult, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, monitor, track, curse, expose, File, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral tr- projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset. We bind all make-believe, fantasy, and la-la land spirits, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, spirits and works of the oppressor, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist, ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, BioPK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, 
psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptations to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Son, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in the name of Jesus Christ, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite, and the associated organizations in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the powers, the evil powers that they use. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grip in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions and the work of errors in our lives. We return and loose all the retaliation of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcrafts and mind control back on their own heads in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians that are being persecuted by their government in the name of Jesus Christ and all the Christians that were left in Afghanistan. We leave them, lift them up to you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We bind up every demon that was sent to us, has followed us, 
was transferred to us, and we commanded to leave us now in Jesus' name. Leave us now in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus and our vehicles and our mode of transportation in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your protection, Father, in Jesus' name. We cover our property, the blood of Jesus, and we take authority over every demon that causes us trouble on our property. We bind every demon that attacks us as we sleep and rest. And we bind anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We raise the shield of faith against them, and we take the sword of the Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ, and we forbid them to trespass on God's property any longer in Jesus' name. We command them to stay away in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the fiery wall of protection around us with your glory in the midst in Jesus' name. We thank you for protecting our property, Lord. We give you praise. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo, witchcraft, curses, whatever has been sent to us, and we return it from whence it came in Jesus' name. It cannot remain with us and destroy all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and sever from ourselves ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, soothsayers, and necromancers in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the work of the necromancers in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind and sever from our lives all communications with the dead in Jesus' holy name. We bind all familiar spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the powers of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetish, charm, psychic powers, all spells, bewitchments, witchcraft, potions, death, torment, psychic warfare, psychic powers, incense and candle burnings, ungodly blessings, incantations, root works, hoodoo, crystals, tribal rituals, sins, charms in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, and every ungodly thing being sent to us in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every place of bondage in our lives. Jesus Christ has come to set us free 
and whom the Son sets free is free indeed. We declare ourselves to be free in Jesus' name. And, Father, we release this freedom upon your people tonight in Miracle Outreach Ministry in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, saints, tonight our featured psalm is Psalm 51. Psalm 51. Amen. And our verse for meditation is found in the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. Our featured ebook is Baptism of the Holy Spirit, Endued with Power from on High. Baptism of the Holy Spirit, Endued with Power from on High. If you still have not received your prayer language, we encourage you to download this book and to read it, amen, and to apply it to your life. Our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Amen, saints. Tonight, the Lord wants to talk to us about what's on your mind. What on your mind? Amen. Proverbs 3, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. The book of Proverbs in the Old Testament, chapter 23, verse 7. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. There may be times when we entertain thoughts that are not in our best interest. Again, I say, there may be times when we entertain thoughts that are not in our best interest. Sometimes we dwell on them. Then we rehearse them over and over in our minds and hearts. Then we nurse them. We rehearse them, then we nurse them. Beware, 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 saints of God. If we continually give place to unworthy thoughts, it will have an effect on our spirit man. And that is certain. Unworthy and many times negative thoughts 
spoil our disposition and our general attitude. Sometimes our attitude is spoiled by the thoughts that we have focused on. That's right. We have allowed our mind to settle on certain thoughts, and we just sit there and let those thoughts roam in our minds, and we just go on and on and on with it. Sad, negative, or bitter thoughts weaken our spirit. Yes, they weaken our spirit. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 14. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 14. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. But a wounded spirit, who can bear? Amen. A wounded spirit, Who can bear the spirit of a man? When a man, when a person's spirit is strong in the Lord, will sustain his infirmity. But when you have a broken and wounded spirit, what can you bear? Our courage can assist us through the difficulties. Of life, even illness, even severe illness, even prolonged illness. But when discouragement takes over, what have we done with our hope in Christ? When discouragement and despair and disheartedness take over, What have we done with our hope in Christ? Without hope in Jesus, to see the goodness of God in the land of the living, we would be in torment. Saints, we are not called to live a tormented life. But in Instead, we are called to life in righteousness, in peace, and in joy in the Holy Spirit. Yes, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 13. Proverbs chapter 15. Verse 13, a merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. 
a merry heart, cheerful countenance. But by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians, New Testament, chapter 4, verse 8. 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, And whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise on these things, think on these things, the Lord said. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. When our heart and mind are filled with unworthy thoughts, we usually end up seeking them out. These spirits may experience express themselves complaining, petty fault-finding, murmuring, gossip, unjustified criticism, quibbling, carping, excess concern with small details. Expressing a constant need for things to be flawless. Almost always the persons who indulge in this sin are overly sensitive. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? If you are plagued and tormented, By these spirits, you must recognize it and repent to God. You must forsake, do away with, have nothing further to do with. Unholy, 
and ungodly behavior. If you repented before and you found yourself slipping back into it again, go back to the Lord. Repent of slipping back into that again. Ask yourself why you feel compelled to nag or to complain or to constantly find fault with yourself and with others. Consider how much hurt your sins may have caused to yourself and to others. Ask Jesus Christ to deliver you and be serious and very persistent about it. It may be an old family sin, but it ought not to be your sin. This sin in relationship says that you find the other person or person to be less than desirable. Sometimes it is quite disrespectful. Sometimes we slip back into this sin when we are weary and tired and overwrought. When some incident has happened and disrupts our peace with its outburst, some trauma comes along and shakes us. It can happen to anything. It is not your responsibility. Order the life of others. Let God do that. Do less harm, more good. Do less harm, more good. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Colossians chapter 3, New Testament, beginning with verse 12. On, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. You know, everybody has flaws. There are no perfect people. No, not one. Even babies are flawed before they get here. Amen. Ask their mom. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. 
You see, we have done some terrible things in our little lives. Yes, we have. They're under the blood, but yes, we did it. And Jesus Christ forgave us. So we should forgive others. Freely we have received forgiveness. Freely we should give it. Freely we should forgive our own self. If you sat there in depression party and ate more ice cream, more dessert, more candy, more whatever you felt like shoving in your mouth, then you should have. Didn't bother to do any exercise, and you grew and grew and grew and grew. And now you are not happy with your new growth. Forgive yourself for that. Forgive yourself. If you were bored, if you were stressed out, and your relief came out of the cookie jar or the refrigerator or the freezer or the pizza man, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Yes, you forgive yourself treating you because you've done something that produced results that you're displeased with. Stop beating yourself up. Stop working with Satan. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Forbearing one another, that means putting up with yourself too. Forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your heart. Amen? And be ye thankful. Not discouraged, thankful. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Praise the Lord. You know, saints, we are called to love ourselves. If we fail to love ourselves, we won't be able to love others as Jesus does. A lot of people have problems with themselves. But you see, until you turn those problems, those issues, those circumstances over to Jesus Christ and ask him to bring his solution, his remedy, His resolution, you will be trapped in your own cage. 
a cage that you built and locked yourself into. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. You know there are some people that committed what they consider to be an unpardonable sin way back in their past. And although they've grown on with the Lord and they've matured in the Lord, in the back of their mind, they still are held back by whatever that occurrence of sin was. But I'm here to declare to you right now in the name of Jesus Christ that there is therefore no condemnation whatsoever to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk after the Spirit of God and not their flesh and carnal life. There is no guilt with the sword of the Spirit. I cut the guilt off of you. I command it to be bound and leave you now in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus paid for that, whatever it was. His blood sacrifice was pleasing to our Heavenly Father. And when we received the Lord or when we repented of it, it was over. Don't dredge it up anymore. It's too deep in the sea. Leave it alone and go on. Jesus said it is finished, and it is. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good work. If we're busy harping on people, complaining to people, we're not provoking them to love and to good work. We might be provoking them, but it's not to love. Amen? Sometimes we need to learn to back off and let God take over. Amen? Sometimes we need to back off and back up and let God take over. After all, he created the whole world. He made everybody that's here, everybody that's ever been here. Surely he can handle that. He's well able. He can do what no other power can do. He said, not by might nor power, but by my spirit. Well, then allow him to do so. Learn to be patient with others. Wow. And with yourself. Learn to be patient with others and with yourself. 
make allowances for others' faults because of the love which God has shown to you. You need mercy, so more mercy, so that you might reap an abundant crop. Allow yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit so that you will flow in peace with others. Mark chapter 12. Mark chapter 12, beginning with verse 28. Mark 12, beginning with verse 28. And one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, and perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, Which is the first commandment of all? They were talking to Jesus. And Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is, Hear, you got to hear, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And it's important. If you give your mind over to unworthy activities, you are in violation of the first commandment. If you give your mind over to unworthy activity, you are in violation of the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. But have we come to the place that we are completely and consistently obeying these two commandments? Amen? You'll have to answer that question. Each saint will have to answer for themselves. How can we love others if we detest ourselves? How can we love others if we detest the flaws and the imperfections in ourselves? Today's society, too much emphasis and I do mean too much emphasis, is placed on physical appearance to the place where people are bulimic 
and anorexic and doing all sorts of uh, violations to their bodies because of it. They're having operations of all sorts to change what God set in motion when he placed them in the womb. Surely we must go to the Lord and be transparent before him concerning these matters. Perhaps our values are misplaced. Perhaps our values are wrong. Perhaps our values are actually sinful. We must know because we have been called to walk with the Lord in truth. The Father seeketh such to worship him, who worship him, in the spirit of truth. We must have answers. We must go to the Lord. Yes, there are persons who place entirely too much emphasis on physical appearance to the point that noble character and integrity is often undervalued and overlooked. But God is different. God is different. He's not that way. And we are seeking to imitate our Heavenly Father and walk in love as his dear children. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. The Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance, on his physical appearance, or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance. The Lord looketh on the heart. You see, If you're trying to assess someone that you admire, if you give first place to their physical appearance, bypassing their noble character and righteous integrity that the Lord values, what have you done? What have you done? You've wrongly judged someone. And God himself is a judge. You've acted contrary 
to the character and nature of Almighty God who lives in you. Think about that. What have you really done? See, man is dust. God made him from the dust. We're all dust. Not sand, not soil, dust. Let's remember that. Everybody's physical appearance changes over time. You don't look the same way you did when you were three years old. You don't look the same way you did when you were five. You have changed, and you will continue to change. So, considering that inside is more valuable than that that is merely on the outside. Some people spend a great amount of time trying to get the outward to impress others. But God wants to be impressed with the inside. The outward man is passing away. But the inward man is being renewed day by day. We need to have right priorities and right values, the ones that God espouses. Amen? Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 16. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 16. Deuteronomy, Old Testament, chapter 11, verse 16, take heed, that means to pay attention to yourself, that your heart be not deceived, and turn ye aside, and serve other gods, and worship them. Well, saints, when you choose to put the outward man, the one that's made of the dust. That's the most important thing. That's all you see, and that's what you're all wrapped up in. You turned aside to other gods. You've made a god out of physical appearances. You've moved in to idolatry, and now your attention is more focused on physicality than on what God has to say in his word. In fact, you allow thoughts concerning physicality to supersede the word of God. You see, instead of being focused on Jesus and his word, 
you're focused on the outward. Hmm. You're giving that all of your attention. Your emotions are going in that direction. Consider your ways. Yes, people worship the physical bodies of humans. How awful. But we know it to be the truth. They do. Humans are made of dust. It is good for us all to enjoy the work which God has appointed to us and to enjoy being a Christian so that we will not need to look back on our past with grief and sorrow. It is good for us all to enjoy the work which God has appointed to us and to enjoy being a Christian so that we will not need to look back on our past with grief and sorrow. God gives us joy in our heart. God gives us joy in our heart. He tells us to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness or depression. So if you're depressed, tell me, are you worshiping Jesus with blood song? Or are you sitting there in the mully grub trying to invite somebody to a pity party? Well, suggest that you cancel the pity party and start a praise parade in your own home. Go all around your house praising and worshiping the Lord. That's better. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 6. Romans chapter 8. Beginning with verse 6. Amen. For to be carnally minded is death. Don't kill yourself. That's just not right. To be carnally minded, worldly minded, fleshly minded, self-minded is death. But to be Spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind, enmity against God, it's at war with God. That pity party has declared war on Almighty God. Amen? So cancel the pity party. And don't you try to show up for it either. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. verse 5. Love, God's love in us, 
does not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. The love of God in us thinks no evil. When we live in unworthy thought, we are failing to walk in the newness of life which God has prospered us to have. Instead, we are feeding the old carnal fleshly life which is against God. Ephesians chapter 4, New Testament. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity, fruitlessness of their mind, in worthless, unworthy thoughts, having the understanding darkened. Well, we're supposed to be walking in the light of God, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Amen. Amen. We are not to live like unsaved people. The unsaved are blind, confused, full of darkness, with closed hearts and closed minds to God and his ways. Saints, we are being transformed. Our attitudes and thought must all be continually changing to please God and to agree with the word of God, too. And our thoughts must all be continually changing to please God and to agree with the word of God. Amos chapter 3, verse 3. Amos, Old Testament, chapter 3, verse 3. Two, can two walk together except they be agreed? How are you to walk with God if you refuse to agree with him? Amen? Ask yourself, how are you to walk with God if you refuse to agree with him? Romans 
chapter 12, New Testament, Romans chapter 12, beginning with verse 1. Romans chapter 12, beginning with verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world. Don't think and believe and behave the way the world does. But be ye transformed, how? By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, if you happen to be overweight, like most people are after COVID, Go to the Lord, find out what you ought to do about your situation. You know, what everybody does may not be what you need to do. Find out what you need to do and then do that. And don't feel bad or guilty about it. It's just one more transformation. That's all. Amen? Amen. And stop letting people bilk you out of your money, chasing products and advertisements that God did not sanction for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. When we fester with unworthy thoughts, We disparage and depreciate the work that Christ is bringing forth in us. When we fester with unworthy thoughts, we disparage and depreciate the work that Christ is bringing forth in us. That's right. That's exactly what happened. Amen? Amen. In essence, we are saying that Calvary's work was not enough for us. When we depreciate something, we say in our minds that something has less worth than is attributed to it. In so doing, we decide that Jesus' work on Calvary does not mean very much to us. Critical, unworthy thoughts held within can lead to backsliding, depression, suicide, false accusation, doubt, unbelief, 
evil surmisings, which are wicked suspicions. If you are a person who is suspicious much of the time, you're walking in the flesh and you're operating in unrighteous judgment. You see, suspicion, evil surmisings are a work of the flesh. They are not a product of the Spirit of God. You see, there's a difference between God revealing something to you and you deciding that maybe this or maybe that or maybe this or maybe that is like this. It needs to be repented of and forsaken. For you to look at somebody and decide that you know what they think, you know what's on their minds, you know what they believe, that's just outright sin. I know what you think. You think blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. That's wrong. That's been wrong since kindergarten. You do not live in anyone else's mind and heart. And if you think you do, you need to go back to Calvary. Amen. So being suspicious is a sin. Let's be clear about it. Unworthy thoughts held within can lead to backsliding, depression, Suicide, false accusations, doubt, unbelief, evil surmisings, wicked suspicions, judging unrighteously, continued offense. Some people get offended and they stay offended. But saints, that's not God's way. He says over and over in Scripture, that he is merciful and forgive. Amen? It fosters isolation, strife, envy, argument, jealousy, and many, many, many other sins. If you are tormented by these spirits, I pray that God will grace you with a spirit of repentance once you acknowledge the truth so that you may recover yourself out of the snare of the devil because Satan has taken you as a captive. Allowing these thoughts can lead you into much bitterness and scorn. Thus, defiling you and your walk before God. Matthew chapter 15, beginning with verse 17. Matthew chapter 15, beginning with verse 17. Do not ye yet understand, Jesus said, 
that whatsoever entereth in at the mouth goes into the belly and is cast out into the draught. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adultery, fornication, blasphemy. These are the things which defile a man. These are the things which defile a man. Evil words and evil thoughts which proceed from an evil heart are what defiles a person, making them unfit to walk in love as Jesus did. What a crime against God yourself, and others. It's criminal. We must humble ourselves before our God and our Lord, who has purged us from our sins by his own blood. We need to ask the Lord to wash our heart, to judge our heart and our thoughts, to forgive our sins and to renew our mind. Psalm 51, verse 2. Psalm 51, verse 2. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my, wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Verse 7, Psalm 51 Verse 7, purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Verse 10, Psalm 51, verse, in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen? Praise the Lord. We should not assist our heart 
in error. We should not assist our own hearts to move in error, refusing to learn God's way, and ending up with an evil heart of unbelief, causing us to depart from the living God. We must not harden our hearts through the deceitfulness of our own sin. We can only be members, partake, and sharing in the life of Christ if we hold on to our hope and confidence in Jesus to save us. We can only be members, partakers, and sharing in the life of Christ if we hold on to our hope and confidence in Jesus to save us. First John chapter three, New Testament. First John Chapter 3, 1 John, chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us. It's unconditional, you know. It's unconditional love that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that, When he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself, even as he is pure. Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sin. And in him is no sin. Praise the Lord. So, if you can hear What God is saying to you through this sermon, do not get cocky and stubborn with him. Unwilling to receive his word and therefore hardening your heart. Be humble. God resists the proud. 
we are called to put away the old self, the old lifestyle, which is corrupt before God. We are called to come renewed in the spirit of our mind so that we are able to display through our lives that God has created us in righteousness and true holiness. There's going to be a revival. I say it again. There's going to be a revival. And now is the time to change. Not gushing over in spiritual pride, but rather in lowliness of mind. We must have our hearts sprinkled. With Jesus' blood to make us clean, our thought lines defile and corrupt us, saints. Our thought lines defile us and corrupt us, saints. We need to be broken from our religious self-sufficiency and our pride of where we, we are in God. We need to become broken before the throne of God. Saints, we are nothing without Jesus. We are nothing without his sacrifice. We are nothing without his blood. We are nothing without his mercy. We are nothing without his love. We need sword of the spirit to cut away all of our self-centeredness and pretense. We need to be serious with God on this fast. We need to be true to our God. We must ask the Lord to help us to recognize the enemy in our thoughts so that we can resist them. Ten, New Testament, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning with verse 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning with verse And did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased. Do you look on things only by the outward appearance? Do you? 
Second ten, verse seven. Second Corinthians, chapter ten, verse seven. Do ye look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trusts to himself that he is Christ, let him of himself think this again. Well, what about you? Jesus Christ remains the blind man healer. He can make the seeing blind, and he can make the blind to see. For if these thoughts of corruption remain in you, they make you to be barren and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Saints, they will know us by our fruit. Our thoughts produce fruit. Matthew chapter 7, beginning with verse 17. Matthew Chapter 7, beginning with verse 17. Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit. Corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruit ye shall know them, and by our fruit shall they know us. Psalm 119, verse 59. Psalm 119, verse 59. I thought on my way. I thought on my way. Turned my feet unto thy testimony. Verse 113, Psalm 119, verse 113. I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. Psalm 94, verse 19. Psalm 94, verse 19. In the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts delight my soul. In the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts, Lord, delight 
my soul. First Corinthians chapter two Corinthians chapter two verse two. For I am determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. I am determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. We must keep our hearts and minds filled with God's word. So again, to those who have not chosen to play the Holy Scriptures in your environment 24 hours a day, seven days a week, change, change, change. Refuse to defeat yourself by not offering your mind a clear alternative to self-defeating thoughts and their corrupt fruit. Refuse to do that to those who have not yet understood the importance and the significance of playing the Holy Scriptures in your environment 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I encourage you to change. Refuse to defeat yourself by the means of not offering your own mind a clear alternative to self-defeating thoughts and their corrupt fruit. Become a living newsletter to all that Jesus Christ lives in you. Psalm 119, verse 11. Psalm 119, verse 11. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Matthew chapter 22 verse 37. Matthew chapter 22 verse 37, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Psalm 63, verse 5. Psalm 63, beginning with verse 5. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. 
When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. First Chronicles chapter 28 verse 9. First Chronicles chapter 28 verse 9. And thou Solomon my son, You could put your name there. Know thou the God of thy father, and serve him with a perfect heart, a willing mind. For the Lord searcheth all hearts, and understandeth all the imaginations of the thought. If thou seek him, he will be found of thee. But if thou forsake him, He will cast thee off forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. I pray that you heard from the Lord. Pray that you choose to follow him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God. Well, saints, it's time to talk about the fast. Amen. It's time to talk about the fast. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let me get my thing together. Here, bear with me a little bit. Amen. It's time to talk about our upcoming fast. You're welcome, sister. You are indeed welcome. The fast begins on Wednesday, August 24th. At 12.01 a.m., your time zone, and proceeds continuously with no break through August 31st at 11 p.m., your time zone. Your time zone. Amen? Praise the Lord. The focus of this fast comes from the book of Psalms. Psalm 19, verse 12. Psalm 19, verse 12. King James Version. Psalm 19, verse 12. King James Version. Amen. Praise the Lord. As far as our worship is concerned, two worship songs have been selected by the Lord for this fast, and they will be posted in the MIC chat room by the pastor 
on the first day of the fast. Amen? Amen. Amen. We have exercise on this fast. Exercise, yes, we have exercise on this fast. Praise the Lord. And our exercise will be to execute Jude 1, verse 20, King James Version, every day for a minimum of 15 minutes. Amen? For a minimum of 15 minutes. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. And our Bible reading, which I'm posting right now. Mm, Let me work on this just a little. Okay, we got it. Amen. Are as follows. Day one. Psalm 119, verses 1 through 22. Day 2, Psalms 119, verses 23 to 44. Day 3, Psalm 119, verses 45 to 66. Day 4, Psalms 119, verses 67 to 88. Day 5, Psalms 119, verses 89 to 110. Day 6. Psalms 119, verses 111 to 132. Day 7, Psalms 119, verses 133 to 154. And day 8, Psalms 119, verses 155 to 176. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's see if I can get this to work with me. Amen. Those of you that normally listen through your phone, uh, you will need to, I would suggest anyway, that you use somebody's computer, if not your own, and um, copy and paste so you'll have it to put on the refrigerator. Amen? Amen. If you're able to, and if not, You can use the public library's computer. You've already paid for that. Amen. Our prayers. We are interceding for the improvement in physical and mental health for all Miracle Outreach Ministry members. We are interceding for increased awareness of the will of God for all Miracle Outreach Ministry members. We are releasing the truth of the Word of God, peace and strength over all Miracle Outreach Ministry members four times a day. Our daily prayer is found in the Gospel of Mark 
chapter 12, verse 29 through 31, 4, verse 4, and Luke chapter 4, verse 4, King James Version. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Our standards are our usual standards. Amen. Our standards are our usual standards. Uh This is what I'm going to say. Now, when it comes to activity, I'm going to give you an example. If one of your regular activities is to go to Goodwill, looking for things to sell, you're going to need to clear that with the Holy Spirit while you're on the fast. If he says no, it's a no. There are activities that many of us participate in regularly, and we think nothing of it, but they will be subject to the Spirit of God when we're on the fast. Amen? Amen. I hope that makes sense. I think it does. Amen. No sexual activity, nor unusual entertainment, nor usual entertainment, nor excess conversation. This is a time to listen, focus on the Lord, and listen to him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know God works all kinds of miracles in our lives when we fast. Amen? And we know that because we've been doing it for some time, and we've seen what the Lord can do and will do. Okay, this didn't come out the way I wanted, but you know what it means. It didn't quite come out the way I have it on my Computer, but I'm going to see if I can't fix that. Okay. Pastor's working with this technology here. So if you just bear with me for a few moments, we'll see if we can't get this the, the way I had it. Amen. So you can read it with no problem. I don't want you to experience any difficulty. Amen. In our prayer closet, we are memorizing Psalm 91 from the King James Version. In our prayer closet. We are memorizing Psalm 91 from the King James Version. 
Okay, I see one more thing I got to fix. Four times a day, you know about this. We bind certain things. Four times a day, we lose certain things over us. We're binding, everybody's binding your fear. And we're loosing 2 Timothy 1.7, binding your ignorance. And we're loosing Proverbs chapter 12, verse 1. We're binding your foolishness. We're loosing Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5. We're binding your stubbornness. And we're loosing Psalms 32, verses 8 through 9. We're binding your childishness, and we're loosing 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. We're binding your demons, and we're loosing Luke 11, verse 20. We're binding your pride, and we're loosing James chapter 4, verse 10. We're binding your emotions, and we're loosing Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24. We're binding your flesh, and we're loosing uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. You're binding your thoughts and loosening Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, in Jesus' name. Hot dog. You can read it. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, for the really interesting part of this, let's see how we're going to get this done, Jesus. Okay. We're going to do this in, in more than one part. Amen. Now we're coming to the dietary part. Yes, the dietary part. Amen. All right. All right. Dietary. Off limits. Off limits. Yeah, off limits. Oh, I left something off. Hmm. Well. I can tell you what it is. Off limits is dessert for people who need to know that. Beef, coffee, tea, sports drinks, highly caffeinated drinks. I listed sports drinks twice. Maybe that's why I missed the first one. Soft drinks and bread other than Holy Communion. I'll give it again. Off limits is dessert, sports drinks, highly caffeinated drinks, soft drinks, and breads other than Holy Communion. Allow Holy Communion, water, 100% fruit or 100% vegetable juice, and milk. Milk is optional. There are some people whose bones are still growing, and they may need some milk. Amen? Amen. Now for the second part. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to make it through this. Amen. I hope I'm giving enough time. Amen. Let's see. How did this part come out? Not too badly. Too badly. Let me try to help it out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Day one, fruit or vegetables. Day two, vegetables. Day three, soup but no red meat. Day four, soup but no red meat. Day five, Holy Communion, which, of course, we have in church. 100% fruit juice and ve- or vegetable juice. Milk, it's optional. Protein shake, it's optional. And water. Day six, same as day five. Day seven, salad. Vegetable salad, garden salad, green salad, etc. No meat in the salad. Day eight smoothies. Amen. Yeah, they can take a, um, what do you call that, a screenshot? Or I don't know how to do them. But anyway, you all know all about those technical things. You can do it, the Lord. I have faith. Amen. Let me see how to get this part done. All right, computer, act like you have good sense. All righty. Lord, I need a little help with this part here. Thank you. Ah, there we go. Amen. We're almost at the end. Praise the Lord. Thank you for your patience. Amen. Special consideration. As stated previously, those who have special dietary challenges must seek the counsel of the Lord of the fast for answers. Pastor may be contacted at gproom at outlook.com. Happy fasting. Amen. There you have it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I hope that helps you. I'm sure um, sometime tomorrow, well, I'm not sure, but I'm praying that sometime tomorrow, Brother Bill will post it again in the MIC radio chat for those of you who need that. It will not be in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. It is reserved for prayers and praise reports. But 
Thank you, Brother Bill. But it will be posted in the MIC radio chat room. And if you like, you can recast the broadcast. And, um, well, it will be there too. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you're having problems with the sound, Brother Bill will tell you what to do. Amen? Praise God. So, whew, that was a lot, Lord, but we made it. Praise God. Oh, I know what happens now. Let's see. This is what happens now. Okay. All righty. We are going to go to, okay, Lord, I got to do this. Uh, Okay, where did it go? Okay, Lord, we're looking. My goodness, Lord, where did this go? It was there a minute ago. I tell you, amen. Okay, Lord, I'm trusting you here. Amen. Ah, got it. (sighs) We are requesting in the name of Jesus Christ adjudications from the righteous judge, an exclusive report from CNN was published On July 25th, the outlet describes the piece as an eye-opener. According to CNN, in one instance among many, China or Chinese-based companies attempted to disrupt or even intercept communications with structures they had built near strategic locations in the United States. The report noted that U.S. authorities have been fighting stepped-up efforts by China to intercept U.S. communications on U.S. soil for several years. But it turns out we didn't get ahead of all of China's efforts. China managed to get its foot in the door via the Chinese tech giant Huawei, whose discount communications gear was installed by American companies in a lot of rural markets. And in some cases, that gear is placed very near U.S. missile silos and could potentially intercept and disrupt our communications. This gets into some of the most sensitive things we do, one former FBI official said. It would impact our ability for essentially command and control with the nuclear triad. More details of this exclusive eye-opener report from CNN. Since at least 2017, federal officials have investigated Chinese land purchases near critical infrastructure, while regional consulate believed by the U.S. government to be a hotbed of Chinese spies and stonewall what they saw as clear efforts to plant listening devices near sensitive military and government facilities. 
Among the most alarming things the FBI uncovered pertains to Chinese-made Huawei equipment atop cell towers near U.S. military bases in the rural Midwest. According to multiple sources familiar with the matter, the FBI determined the equipment was capable of capturing and disrupting highly restricted Defense Department communications, including those used by U.S. Strategic Command, which oversees the country's nuclear weapons. While broad concerns about Huawei equipment near U.S. military installations have been well known, the existence of this investigation and its findings have never been reported. Its origins stretch back to at least the Obama administration. It was described to CNN by more than a dozen sources, including current and former national security officials, all of whom whom spoke on condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to speak publicly. F.E. Warren Air Force Base, a strategic missile base, is located in Cheyenne, Wyoming, an area near a host of cell towers using Huawei equipment. Uh, From the Air Force Base, it's unclear if the intelligence community determined whether any data was actually intercepted and sent back to Beijing from these towers. Sources familiar with the issue say that from a technical standpoint, it's incredibly difficult to prove a given package of data was stolen and sent overseas. The Chinese government strongly denies any efforts to spy on on the U.S. Huawei, in a statement to CNN, also denied that its equipment is capable of operating in any communication spectrum allotted to the Defense Department. For the record, Tony Podesta works or works with Huawei. WLT previously reported that a Chinese company recently paid $2.6 million for 300 acres of farmland in Grand Forks, North Dakota. The parcel of land's location is near a U.S. Air Force base that houses sensitive drone technology, has lawmakers on Capitol Hill worried about potential espionage from Beijing. The Chinese firm Fufing Group recently purchased 300 acres of farmland in North Dakota, just down the road from a U.S. Air Force base that houses sensitive drone technology near Grand Forks. The farmland is just a 20-minute drive to the Grand Forks Air Force Base. The Fufong Group also purchased a corn mill near Grand Forks. Local citizens are rightly concerned with this new project in their backyard. And what is more disturbing is the FBI and local police visited a top opponent of the cornmeal project and threatened her for speaking out about the local purchases by the Chinese Communist regime. And there you have it. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. An Internal Revenue Service internal report shows heavily armed agents simulating an assault on a suburban home as part of their training. The training was featured in the 2021 IRS annual report, 
which shows agents at the agency's National Criminal Investigation Training Academy, which is located within the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center in Brunswick, Georgia. Mm. The report documents how the agents are given firearms training, and another image shows agents wearing tactical clothing that says police and IRS. Training also includes physical fitness conditioning and use of force training, which includes firearms, weaponless tactics, and building entry, according to the report. In addition to SAIT, NCITA, assist in providing advanced training to special agents in use of force, firearms instruction, defensive tactics, and building entry. Another image shows agents having entered a house with guns drawn. The training simulation is likely to prompt concern following the revelation of an IRS job posting that announced it was looking to hire people who are ready to kill. The job ad listed one of the major duties of IRS agents to be able to carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. The IRS subsequently deleted the job posting, which was discovered after the Democrats introduced a new bill that would give 800, I'm sorry, 80 billion dollars in funding to the IRS to hire 87,000 new IRS agents. $45.6 billion contained in the Inflation Reduction Act will be specifically designed for IRS enforcement. Although the Biden administration claims the newly empowered IRS will target the rich, hmm, 75% of IRS audits target Americans making under $200,000 a year. 2021 annual report comes on the heels of the IRS listing Suspicious, suspicious job duties for 87,000 new positions in the agency via the Inflation Reduction Act. Major duties include carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. Um, okay, and we read about that. Okay. Okay. Praise the Lord. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning... The Department of Justice has launched an investigation into the Southern Baptist Convention, according to leaders of the nation's largest Protestant denomination. In an email statement on Friday, the Southern Baptist Convention Executive Committee said that the DOJ has initiated an investigation into the Southern Baptist Convention and that the investigation will include multiple a Southern Baptist Convention entity. The Southern Baptist Convention leadership said that they were resolved to com- fully and completely cooperate with the investigation, implying that the investigation is tied to a May 22nd report by Guidepost Solutions and commissioned by the Southern Baptist Convention's executive committee detailing how some leaders mishandle allegations of abuse and mistreated Victims of abuse. While we continue to grieve and lament past mistakes related to sexual abuse, current leaders across the SBC have demonstrated a firm conviction to address those issues of the past and are implementing measures to ensure that they are never repeated in the future. 
The Great Commission Council said in the statement the fact that the Southern Baptist Convention Executive Committee recently completed a fully transparent investigation is evidence of this commitment. The SBC leadership went on to note that our reform efforts are not finished and said their commitment to cooperate with the Department of Justice is born from our demonstrated commitment to transparency, transparently address the scourge of sexual abuse. While so many things in the world are uncertain, we can be certain that we serve a mighty God. Nothing, including this investigation, takes him by surprise, contended the SBC leaders. We take comfort in that and humbly ask you, ask you be in prayer in the days and weeks ahead. Especially, specifically, we ask God to grant wisdom and discernment to each person dealing with the investigation. In May, Guidepost Solutions released a report on how SBC leaders intimidated whistleblowers and exonerated churches with credible claims of negligence toward sexual abuse victims. For almost two decades, survivors of abuse and other Southern Baptists have been contacting the SBC to report child molesters and other abusers who were in the pulpit or employed as church staff, read the executive summary in part. They made phone calls, made letters, sent emails, appeared at SBC meetings, held rallies, and contacted the press, only to be met time and time again with resistance, stonewalling, and even outright hostility from some within the EC. In response, the SBC passed a series of abuse reform recommendations at its annual meeting in June, which included creating a task force to better combat abuse and creating a ministry check database to keep track of church leaders accused of sexual abuse. Uh, SBC President Barber, who was elected at the June meeting, said our problem is not with our theology or our polity. Indeed, these things are among our strength, and that is it is because we are convinced that our theology is right and that we are convinced that our actions have been wrong. Barbara said that while sexual predators have used our decentralized polity to try to turn our churches into a hunting ground, he also believed that the same decentralized polity can be used against predators where there is no diocesan bishop to fire a local pastor, there is also no diocesan bishop to protect him. Where there is no regional presbytery to defrock a pastor, there is also no presbytery to resign him while, to reassign him rather, while covering up his villainy, said Barber. Predators have realized the vulnerabilities of our system. It is time for Southern Baptists to realize how nimble and resilient our Baptist polity can be to put sexual predators on notice that Southern Baptist churches are a dangerous place for them. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Lockheed Martin today, (coughs) excuse me, announced it delivered a high-energy laser installation on board warships 
to the U.S. Navy, a significant milestone in advancing the technology past isolated testing and toward operational combat for the Pentagon. The weapons system, formerly called the high-energy laser with integrated optical dazzler and surveillance, is a 60-plus KW class laser, and the initial contract to develop the weapon was awarded to Lockheed Martin in 2018. Helios enhances the overall combat system effectiveness of the ship to deter future threats and provide additional protection for sailors. And we understand we must provide scalable solutions customized to the Navy's priority. Rick Cardero, Vice President of Lockheed Martin's Advanced Product Solutions, said in a statement today. Helios represents a solid foundation for incremental delivery of robust and powerful laser weapon systems capabilities, which can be scaled to a 120KW, is of several U.S. Navy-directed energy programs, all in different phases of the research and development process. While some of the services lasers have shown promise during isolated testing, the Navy accepted delivery And this is a sign the weapon has proven its worth and is ready for wider proliferation throughout the fleet. Lockheed Martin executives said earlier this year that they are preparing to install this system on board a destroyer. Following successful tests completed at the Navy's Wallops Island facilities in Virginia, Preble is the first ship in the Navy's fleet marked to receive the weapon during a moder- uh, modernization availability, and the ship will conduct at-sea tests in fiscal 2023, according to Navy budget justification documents. What's interesting about the system in that is that it's not simply a standalone system. It has the initial pieces of integration and to another system, and the next steps would be to basically make it one of the selections in the weapon system component so you could use it. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning adding further evidence of the negative public health impacts associated with planet heating fossil fuel pollution. New research published Wednesday found that children living in close proximity to fracking and other so-called unconventional drilling operations at birth face significantly higher chances of developing childhood leukemia than those not residing near such activity. The peer-reviewed study examined the relationship between residential proximity to unconventional oil and gas development and risk of acute lymphoblastic leukemia, the most common form of childhood leukemia. Researchers compared 405 children ages 2 to 7 who were diagnosed with all with um sorry with acute lymphoblastic leukemia in Pennsylvania between 20, 2009 and 2017 to a controlled group of 2080 children without leukemia matched on birth year. They measured the connection between the utero response and to unconventional oil and gas activity and 
childhood leukemia diagnosis in two exposure windows, a primary window of three months preconception to one year prior to diagnosis and a perinatal window of preconception to birth. Children with at least one fracking well within two kilometers, 1.24 miles of their birth residence during the primary window had 1.98 times the odds of developing the disease compared to all those whose neighborhoods were free from such fossil fuel infrastructure they found. Children who lived within two kilometers of at least one fracking well during the perinatal window were 2.8 times more likely to develop the disease compared with their unexposed counterparts, accounting for maternal race and socioeconomic status reduced the strength of these relationships, but only slightly. The adjusted odds of developing childhood leukemia 1.74 and 2.35 times higher for those exposed during the primary and perinatal windows, respectively. Unconventional oil and gas development can both use and release chemicals that have been linked to cancer. A study co-authored by Nicole Desiel, an associate professor of epidemiology at the Yale School of Public Health, said, Last summer, Physicians for Social Responsibility uncovered internal records revealing that since 2012, fossil fuel corporations have injected potentially carcinogenic substances or chemicals that can degrade into PFAS into the ground while fracking for oil and gas. After former President Barack Obama's Environmental Protection Agency approved their use despite agency scientists' concerns about toxicity. The possibility that children living in those close living in close proximity to such sites are exposed to these chemical carcinogens is a major public health concern. Roughly 17.3 million people in the United States, including nearly 4 million children, live within a a half-mile radius of active oil and gas production, a geospatial analysis released in May. Not only do those people have a greater risk of suffering severe health problems from toxic air pollution, but as the research published Wednesday notes, fracking also contaminates drinking water, creating another pathway of exposure to cancer-linked chemicals. Praise the Lord for what the Lord reveals. Amen? Amen. We don't operate in fear, but we do go to the Lord concerning things which concern our lives. Amen? Brother Marshall. We're prepared to go before the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for making us prepared. Thank you for equipping us, not leaving us as orphans. We come boldly and joyfully before you, Father. We just say thank you, Father, for revealing these things, all these different concerns that Pastor Sabrina has just listed through, Father God. We thank you for bringing them to light, Father. In Jesus' name, even as you said you would, and you told us not to be afraid, Father. In Jesus' name, but just like it says, in Matthew ten twenty six, and because we know our battle is not necessarily against people, but against not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, spiritual spiritual wickedness in dry places. Some of those spirits of wickedness in high places 
may be in corporations or in government positions, Father God, but it's not them. It's spirits in them that are doing these nasty things. And it says in Jesus speaking in Matthew ten twenty six, Fear them not, therefore, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and it that shall not be known. So we thank you for exposing these things involved with the uh, thing that CNN pointed out um, about the business with um, uh, China and their um, Huawei Corporation uh, buying up properties in rural markets near sensitive military uh, compounds and even missile silos, Father God, and maybe using uh, sensitive listening devices, Father God, in Jesus' name. The youths had no weapon formed against this world prosper, and that includes the weapon against the children, Father God, and it's not just this one weapon. All these different weapons they're using against the children, Father God. Satan has the same game plan, the same game plan he had against those Jewish baby boys that Pharaoh didn't want to live. He, he told the midwives to put them in the, in the uh, sacrifice into the river gods in, in the Nile, Father, in Jesus' name. And that's how Moses came floating down with his little sister Miriam watching through the bulrushes, from what I understand, to make sure that he was still safe. And, the, and, the, and Pharaoh's daughter took him up and nursed him as her own. And uh, Moses' mom got to continue to nurse him, which is pretty awesome how <laughs> you did that, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you work these things out. And even when, when it was not a good thing, Father God, when Jesus escaped, Father God, but all those other children, those baby boys under two years of age, two and under, in um, in the town where Jesus was born, uh, in uh, in Bethlehem, I think that was the area, Father God, when the wise men came, those wise men that were tipped off by Daniel, I believe, uh, they came to, to seek who was the king of the Jews. They knew things by the scriptures. They knew things. They knew things by what they'd been trained, looking at the stars in the skies. And boy, do those wise men rejoice when they saw the star right over, right over that place where Jesus was born. It was interesting how all the planets aligned back then, Father God. And we found out from, because these planets do these certain things, Father God, you have this whole universe working just like an amazing, very intricate clock, Father God. And you named all the planets. Yes, Adam got to name the animals, but you got to name all the planets, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you're in charge, you're large and in charge, and you know what's going on, Father God, and there's nothing that's a big surprise to you. And you said no weapon formed against us will prosper, and every time there shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. But this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. So not just this thing with the CCP and their involvement, but trying to, I, I don't think this is the least of their things, but it certainly is one of those things, and I do appreciate Sabrina bringing it to light, what they tried to do through this Huawei Corporation, including in Cheyenne, Cheyenne, Wyoming, Father God, near the Air Force Base. We thank you for bringing that to light and these things about how they want these IRS angels not to just come neatly dressed and say, we just like to check your records. I've been audited in the past, back when they used to fund it. Uh, they used to have enough people to do that. They ordered me from time to time. So, well, I to see these records. Well, well, we got the records. And they said, oh, oh, okay, everything's legit. Well, so it, it wasn't a big deal, and it's good to have somebody to help you who knows what they're doing and understands the IRS law, which they do change rather frequently. Isn't that interesting? It's always a changing goal. The devil likes to change things, doesn't he? But the Lord Jesus says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he's completely dependable. Everything on this earth is being changed by the devil as much as he can, but one thing remains the same. Jesus loves us perfectly, and that is what really keeps me. And I thank you, Lord, for keeping all of us. 
We thank you, Father God. Even the Department of Defense looks like they're trying to do their job. They look like it. But why are they just picking on the Southern Baptist Convention? What about the other people that are doing sexual abuse? It isn't just the Southern Baptist Convention, and it's good that it's coming to light. We thank you for exposing it, and we thank you for having the pedophiles being alerted to the fact that, hey, you're in the crosshairs. We know what's going on. And not just in the Southern Baptist Convention, and not just the RC Church, and how about some corporate entities? How about some governmental entities that are involved in the same nonsense? What's happening to all those children, Father God, that are being taken in from the southern border? Why are they being brought in without their parents? All those many, many unaccompanied minors, Father, when we know, Father God, there's some children in the Southern Baptist Convention that are supposed to have parents that are watching over them. They're taking them there in good faith, thinking that, hey, they're going to... Find out about Jesus. I know my mom took me to a conventional, it wasn't Southern Baptist, a conventional kind of church. We got to color in little pictures of Jesus, what an artist thought Jesus looked like. Never did too much for me at the time. But I'm learning. I'm learning. Maybe that was not the best she knew. My father got helped the parents to have this sermon, Father. And that's one of the things that fellow Barbara from the Southern Baptist Convention asked for prayers. So we're going to give some prayer, Father God. For all our brothers and sisters in Christ, and a lot of people in the in the Baptist Church are believers. Some of them may not be. Some of them may be in a mixture, Father God. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot go to the kind of a, the, the Masonic Lodge on Saturday and go to the Christian Church on Sunday and actually be a real Christian, Father God. At least not my understanding, anyway. Unless you get to repent between Saturday and Sunday, but before you get there, and then you don't go back. Father God, even as Pat Holiday's husband got to recant and renounce the Masonic Lodge. And we thank you, Father God, you can do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. But it really helps to have godly men and women praying for their spouses, their significant others, their family members, including all the children. Father, we do pray for all the children. That's just those in the Southern Baptist Convention deliver them all, Father. And we're praying in agreement according to Matthew 18, 19. You said if two of you on earth agree such anything less, it shall be done to my Father which is in heaven. And Father, Jesus knows that you gave him those words to say because he only speaks the words you've given him to speak, Father God. Father, just like, who was it? Kind of a set of a kind of a set of Moses and Aaron were kind of an example of that, Father God. You spoke to Moses, but Aaron was the, was the, Aaron was the, spokes, the spokesman. He was the high priest, and Jesus is our high priest, and he's interceding for us, and he's interceding for all the children, Father God, and not just the children of the Southern Baptist Convention. All the children in every nation, including the, the, uh, the, the native children, Father God, the American Indians and the aborigines in Australia, all the children in harm's way, Father God, that they, they, they be delivered, including those in the Roman Catholic Church, Father God, and every other area, and those children being Bust across or uh, flown in from the southern border, border to all different kinds of places. Some of them were dropped off in New York City from some of the people in the in the what they call the red states because they said, "Hey, this is your your plan. You take care of it." And the mayor from New York City said, "Whoa, we we have a, a little financial challenge here. How are we going to take care of all these people?" So, Father God, they're they're getting a taste of their own medicine. It says, "You know, he that rolls the stone will come back upon him." So they're finding out this is really the case. Those scriptures in, in like Psalm uh, 7, uh, verse 15, and, and we often quote the one in um, Psalm 
35, about the same type of thing. It's coming back on them. So what they're, what they're trying to do, Father God, it's coming back on them, Father God. What they're trying to do, those pedophiles and those people trying to do to your children, Father God, let them, where is that, Psalm 35, maybe starting verse 4, let them be confounded, put to shame, to seek after my soul. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion that devise my hurt. Let them be a chaff before the wind. Let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them. For without cause, as they hit for me their, their net in the pit, which without cause they dig for my feet, let destruction come upon him as, as unaware. Let they repent before him, Father God. And let his net that he had catch himself into that very destruction. Let him fall. You told us to pay for those who despitefully use this, Father God. And I think there's some that work for some of the oil and gas companies, including the ones I know they've been doing, at least in the past, quite a bit of fracking in Pennsylvania, Father God, and where they where they inject uh, water of some kind into the ground to cause the, the rock band to release the natural gas. And and, and we did have gas, natural gas and things like that, and maybe some of it's oil too. I don't know that much about it, Father God, but you know everything about it, Father God. But it was, it was providing energy, that made us not dependent on Saudi Arabia, not dependent on Venezuela, not dependent on other nations, Father God, in Jesus' name, where they don't seem to have any particular uh, fondness uh, toward the people of the United States of America, let alone the government officials. I think they kind of disrespect our, our acting head at this point. A lot of people, I think, not treating very nicely, even those in the, his own government, Father God. Father God, we ask for your divine help and intervention for all the situations, including all the children, all their children are suffering from these uh, from these plans. Maybe the enemy didn't realize that these were these were plans, Father God, in Jesus' name. Plans cut up a set of a quote, set up a good set of a good set and the good set of a good to um, to use the fracking uh, that could cause leukemia, Father God, in, in the young children living within just a, a short distance. I, I forget what it was it two kilometers or half a mile, whatever it was increased likelihood of getting different kinds of rather acute leukemia, Father God, which is not a good thing. Because the devil's always coming for the blood. So he didn't like the children, the Jewish boys, back then when Moses put in the Nile or the river, Father God. He didn't like um, King Jesus when he found out, oh, the king of Israel is here. And so who was inherited? I think that's who it was. I think he was the one who ordered all those children to be killed. And then that was said that this was prophesied by Jeremiah, that, that Rachel's children were weeping because they were no more. And those many, many children were killed. We see the devil still going after the children, Father God, in different ways, Father God, including not just with big children, the little children, the leukemia, the big children, maybe with the IRS agents. Why do they need to have um, to be able to carry firearms and use deadly force? When I was audited, they didn't have to use deadly force. Why? Why, Father God, does the Department of Justice not go after other groups like, oh, maybe the Department of Justice, some of their high leaders, and, and maybe some of the in the federal government, both uh, parties, both sides of the so-called pretend aisle, and, and that holiday said it's not what the nickel's worth of difference between most Republicans and Democrats. They all serve the same gods of mammon or whatever it is of being blackmailed, but especially since that boat was captured way back 
Father God, that got all the all the scoop. Who was it? China got all the scoop on everybody in high positions. Father God, because they both had that. Father God, that was in the, over there near Vietnam, wherever it was captured, on all the people in the United States, including those working the CIA. Oh, isn't that interesting? They got all that nice information handed to them. Father God, when Obama was in office, I think that's when he was there. About Father, this business with a new Lockheed Martin high energy laser. And we've heard stories about some of these things, Father God, way, way back in the 70s when I was in college, Father God. There's a very smart gentleman in the um, in the physics department who showed, gave us a demonstration of what they could do with lasers. And I was really quite dumbfounded to see what they could do with lasers back then, Father. And now they're doing these new things. This was many decades later, Father God. What are they doing? High-energy lasers installed on... Was a Navy ship called the Prevail or something like that? And that can not only, this Helios project can not only put out 60 plus kW, it can increase up to 120 uh, kilowatts or whatever. And inter, in, was it incrementally adjustable. And we've heard that, Father God, that some of these things they're using are incrementally adjustable, Father God. Some of these weapons, they, they have. Sometimes they say they're planning to use them when they've maybe been using them for a while. Some people say that some of those fires in the West started because they saw a little, I don't know, little bats coming down from the sky. From what? I don't know where they came from, but started hitting houses, particular houses. Was that a laser weapon? I don't know. And we heard that when people were demonstrating in Australia, Father God, against the lockdowns because, you know, they don't have weapons anymore. They got bamboozled into giving up their guns, Father God. And so they, they didn't have a second rights amendment anymore. I mean, they didn't have an ability to defend themselves, and so now they're all getting locked up. But they went to, to their capital of that country, and they were demonstrating lots of them. I forget how many. Hundreds of thousands, a whole bunch of them that were there. And it was reported there were high-energy weapons causing people to have severe, intense migraines and sudden weakness and things like that. So how are they using these energy weapons? But you promised us that, Lord. That is an awesome, awesome, awesome promise, Father God. You give us in Isaiah 54, 17. You said, well, we have repented of our sins, and I do repent of my sins, even today, Father God, repeatedly, Father God. And I got to practice. I got to practice what um, even today, when things weren't going in the natural exactly the way I wanted, it's a rather small understatement, um, <laughs> I got to practice what, what Paul and Silas did in Acts, where is that, 16, 25 or something like that. They were praying and praising the Lord, praying and praising the Lord, because you inhabit the praises of your people. And we know, Father God, that you want us to keep praising you, because if we're your people, we don't just say, oops, I hit my hammer with a thumb, and gosh darn, you know, I'm angry at God, he made me do it. no. And the devil didn't. I just messed up, maybe, Father God. So help me to do better in the future. Thank you for giving us all a chance to start each day afresh with you, and everything is new each and every day, Father God, that we can pray and praise you, Lord. And Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. But this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And that last little part some people forget about, but that's really awesome because, you know, only God is good. Any man thinks he knows anything, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know. It says in, um, where is that, 
First uh, Corinthians eight two somewhere around there. Father God, and I don't know anything compared to what you know. And you and you use the the weak and the foolish uh, people to confound the wise and, and arrogant, Father God. In Jesus, and some of them are maybe not arrogant. Maybe just think they've got it all figured out. Maybe they're builders of very fancy high-energy laser weapons. And, oh, we're doing all these great things. And maybe there are some of them engineers working for the oil and gas industry. Oh, we're doing this so we can be energy independent and we don't have to be dependent on Saudi Arabia and other nations. Well, that's great, Father God. And, and, and maybe some of them are not as awful as they say. But, of course, they always want to make the fossil fuels look terrible so they can ship what? All the U.S. dollars over to China because they're the ones who make solar panels. And they're the ones who produce the lithium batteries. They be getting more lithium from, where is that, Afghanistan, which we left all those weapons there when Sabrina told us about that, Pastor Sabrina told us about when the U.S. left that didn't look very good for Joe Biden. He was like all on board. Well, yeah, we got to get out of Afghanistan. Well, yeah, but we didn't want to leave the U.S. citizens and the children there. And how about those 13 servicemen that got bumped off, not to mention 150 Thousands of Father God, some of these things that have happened are being, being brought to light. And I think that people are starting to wake up. The people are starting to say, hey, look what these global elites have done in Australia. They're not treating them very nicely. Look what they're doing in England. They're not treating them very nicely. And do they possibly want to come and take away our ability to bear arms? And, you know, I always thought just having a, a rifle or a shotgun might be good if you wanted to go hunt a deer someday if you're hungry, which actually might not be a bad idea, or a moose if you get a tag, you're permitted to do that every couple of years in some states. So, Father God, wait, there's a lot of meat on a moose, my goodness. Father God, we, we ask you, Father God, to may not have them down in Florida if they got a lot of alligators and other things. Father God, Father, and you can eat snakes too. I understand. I'm not so sure I'd want to do that, but I guess if you're hungry enough. So, Father God, help us all be wise as serving, harmless as God. So, Satan, you're bound. In Jesus' name, quite in Matthew 18, 18, Matthew 16, 19, Mark 3, 26, and 27. In the name above all names, in the name of the Lord Jesus, who has all power in heaven and in earth by the power of the Holy Spirit because of the blood of the covenant. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And Jesus tells us to first bind the storm as we bind you, the mind binder. Those the mind binder that's trying to cause division, the confusion, trying to bring about kind of a division between people and different, within nations and between different groups, Father God, in Jesus' name. We bind that spirit, Satan, that you're trying to stir up, trying to bring people to be angry and bitter against one another, Father God. And some IRS agents are not all bad. Some, you know, some of them actually just have a job to do. You got a hold of one of your disciples. Who was that? That was Matthew. He was he was a he was a tax collector, and 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 you used his father for your kingdom. He wrote the whole book of Matthew with the Holy Spirit's help, of course. That's of course apart from you, we can do nothing. But we think about it that you use people, you use tax collectors, and you even use taxes when Jesus got was born because his parents had to go back to what Bethlehem, and you got to fulfill the scripture. God, we give you praise. So you all your word is forever settled in heaven. He was born in Bethlehem. A lot of Jewish people didn't know that. He thought he was born in Nazareth. They never asked him. They didn't find out. So, Father, we thank you for all these You're bound. All your underlings are perpetually continually bound. And your assignment is to steal, kill, and to destroy. 
the days ahead. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, the all the armor of light. Sorry, the body's left to do so, Father. We're only real protection.